Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. This is a really exciting thing to share with you guys. It's a pleasure, honestly. Um, I'm going to just jump right into the background, why this is so important to me and why I think your skating success is about to shift perspective. And by that, I mean your paradigm around physical training. So I've been involved in figure skating for probably... I'm trying to count how many years, like decades at least. And I have been a figure skater, a competitive athlete. I've been a coach and choreographer. I run master classes and group sessions. I have done them um, internationally, over online now, so many things on Zoom um, and traveled everywhere. And one of the basic things that has come up again and again and again that challenges both coaches and athletes is how to approach dry land, off ice training. So I'm not talking about the on ice training today. I'm talking to you about the dry land training, the physical athleticism that you develop to support your on ice performance and your skating success. And it's just this gap in so many places for many, many reasons. But I do want to tell you right off the bat here, if you are struggling with this piece of it, Part of it is because our sport has changed a lot in a relatively short time. So since the 2002 Olympics, and I am, I'm recording this just heading into the 2022 Olympics in Beijing. So the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics, Salt Lake City, um, are now 20 years behind us. But in that moment in time, for those of you who don't know about it, the whole entire judging system kind of came to a head And things shifted from after that moment into the beginning of what we see today that is now figure skating 2.0, okay? It's a next iteration or a next development of what the sport of figure skating is. So the judging system today with points, with levels, with GOE, meaning grade of execution, all of the things that you see on TV and on online when you're watching your favorite skaters and what you're experiencing in competition yourself, that did not exist prior to 2002. Now, the reason it changed doesn't really matter here. What matters is that the demands of the athlete in order to succeed in figure skating went up dramatically. So prior to the 2002 Olympics, Winter Olympics, some of the things that were really normal in training for figure skating were, you know, just taking a local ballet class or... Um, working with a, a fitness trainer that might be, you know, cross training you, um, who maybe had nothing to do with figure skating, but they were just interested in helping people become physically fit. And there was this sort of disjointed way of looking at physical training for figure skating. Now we live in a world where the positions of the spins that are required now, the level of detail of balance, of stability in the body, of strength of all of the things that bring together a great figure skater today, not to mention the quadruple jumps that are being performed all over the world, demands a different type of training. Now, the thing about that is that it can become very overwhelming. Now, coaches, a lot of coaches that I've talked to get frustrated by this. They're like, how do I train my athletes? How do I help them understand that it's important to do dry land training? Even if they're kind of recreational, they still need to do it. And 
this has been one of those things that has been on my mind for a long, long time. So less than a year ago, I sat down. I guess I was really inspired one day and I just decided I'm going to tackle this from all of the areas that I have awareness around, expertise around, what I've learned from training athletes, both dryland and on the ice, and how I can put it together in a new paradigm or a new set of ideas. And my main goal in putting it together this way was to make it so simple that anyone, like literally anyone, a parent I was talking to, um, a coach, like even a beginning coach, or a beginning athlete, or even an elite athlete, anyone I was talking to could understand the concept and the idea of having a balanced approach to dryland training. So what I'm introducing to you today is actually a PDF. Um, it's a total presentation. I've done it many times now. Uh, it is linked on our website. So um, skatingsuccess.com, if you've never been there, please join us online, skatingsuccess.com. And it's going to be linked there. And you're going to you're gonna see it linked as the five pillars, okay? Five pillars of excellence for physical training and figure skating. Now, I'm sharing this on the website because I literally don't know where else to find it. And like I say, I was sitting down, I got really inspired to share it and to create it into a very cohesive package or idea. And I wanted it to be simple to understand but still be relevant and still have the depth of being able to train athletes to the top of their game. So I'm really thrilled that um, I'm doing this podcast because I actually had a totally different idea for a podcast, uh, but this one was like, no, I've got to put it out there. It's still January, at least at this point in time when, when I'm recording. Of course, this is relevant to you whenever you listen to it, but the idea of fit, physical fitness and being fresh and we're going to Olympics and all that stuff is really relevant. So I thought, why not put this out now and get people excited again about their dryland training process? Okay. All right. Let's dive into the five pillars of excellence for physical training and figure skating brought to you, of course, by Skating Success. Welcome to Skating Success, the podcast. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share insights, joy, and the love of skating with you. Whether you're a skater, a coach, a parent of a skater, an official, or maybe just an official fan, you are welcome here. And I know that you've clicked on this resource because you want to hang out with like-minded, high-performance ideas and people. So welcome. I'm Jadine Ferreira. I'm your host, and I'm thrilled that you're here listening to whatever episode you listen to. And I want you to trust that your episode listening will be perfect for you. So let's dive in and get started towards your skating success. Five pillars of excellence for physical training and figure skating. This is one of the most simple ways of thinking about your physical training but it is very effective. So one of the things I want to say right off the bat, when you imagine pillars, think of them all as equally important. Okay, so we're going to cover the five pillars today. And as I go through each one, there's not one that's more important than the others. But the biggest thing to remember is they all work together. And when you go to the website and you go to skatingsuccess.com, you will see as you pull up this PDF that I've made for all the presentations I've done on this, you will see the first slide 
of the presentation has all of these pillars in a circle with arrows, imagining that they're all connected together and they're working together. So imagine just like everything in our sport is on done on circles, like figure skating is quintessentially circular and the movement is on a curve. Think of that as a basis for the physical training and the dry line. Okay, here we go. Pillar number one. Your first one is about strength. It takes a lot of physical strength to be a figure skater. If you are in doubt of this, ask any figure skater to kick something. <laughs> It'll blow you away. Now, in that category of strength, I like to think of it like this. Full body strength, rotational strength, and then even right and left side of the body strength. All right, so upper and lower um, rotational, meaning like you have you still have strength that's connected when you're doing rotational movement, and then of course that the right right hand sorry right hand side of the body and left hand side are connected and equally strong. And those of you who figure skate a lot know that this is a tricky thing because in skating we do so much stuff that is one directional, and this dryland training, in my opinion, is the opportunity to balance that out to some extent. Pillar number two, stability. Yes, you're gonna notice every single pillar is starting with an S. I made this on purpose. So stability, that is number one, your balance and posture. Number two, your stability on each leg. Very important in figure skating. We need to be stable on each of our legs equally and be able to balance forward, backward, gliding, all the things. And then the third one, creating poise in every position. So stability then gets translated into how the figure skater can actually hold movement and be balanced on the ice in different types of shapes and have that poise in each position. All right, number three, the third pillar is stretch. Those of you who know me or have trained with me or have done choreography with me or master classes, you know I'm obsessed with this. I, I, I am basically stretching addicted, okay? I'll be honest. Uh, but I love, love, love the idea of stretch in these five pillars, not just because of flexibility and extension, which of course is my first piece of it, but also thinking of it in the way that you'd like to create beautiful lines on the ice with the body. So you're creating like a picturesque moment as you skate. And then the third layer being deepening your stretch. Now, what I love about our sport so much is it celebrates the individuality of the athlete. And so we actually don't have to be completely as flexible as the person beside us. It's all about honoring our own bodies and being flexible in our own ways. And also using stretching to thank your body for what you're doing on the ice, to stretch out those muscles and honor the body and stay healthy all around. All right, number four. Pillar number four is stamina. Oh my goodness. This is a big one in figure skating. We train and train and train and train. And athletes need to have great stamina. So number one, you're going to build your athleticism. I mean, you need to be an athlete to be a figure skater. It's so important. Number two, cardio, stamina. Can you skate three sessions a day? Or can you go to your workout and your ballet and your skating and still get it all done? Can you actually go that long? And then the third, your muscle stamina. Can you enhance your muscle stamina to the point where your muscles are still firing at the end of your routine the way they were at the beginning so you can get that last jump landed. And that's a big one. I mean, I, I know so many athletes that struggle with the stamina within the routine and it's because they don't really build that stamina 
into their training and they expect it to just show up magically on the day. You know who you are if you're thinking that way. (laughs) I don't want to call you out on the podcast, but trust me, work this pillar. All right, fifth, and like I said, never is there a pillar that's less important than the others. They all work together seamlessly. Number five is stillness. This is the forgotten pillar. I am telling you right now, it's essential. Number one, in this pillar, allow for space. This is a very cool concept. It, it could be allowing to yourself to take a space between reps in the gym. It could be allowing for space between session number one and session number two, getting mentally reorganized. It's about allowing space between you and what you're thinking about you so that you can be aware of what's happening on the ice. This is essential. The second like component here around stillness is breathe consciously. Great athletes know how to connect their breathing with their body. It's unbelievably essential. It's just part of honoring your bodily system and how you activate your cardio, your strength, your enhanced muscle power, all of those things. So that's part of your stillness pillar. And here's the other thing about skating. The stillness inside allows you to hold your positions, allows you to stay in that spiral, allows you to ean a bower across the ice, allows you to hold the edge as you land the quadruple toe loop. It is essential and it's actually the thing I think personally that mesmerizes the audience, that brings people who don't even care about skating sometimes through the rink and then they get stuck watching someone because they're like, this is awesome. I'm so inspired. So these are the five pillars. All right, let's just go to the next slide. I'm walking you through. If you happen to have this on your computer, you'll totally see what I'm talking about. But the five pillars becomes a philosophy. And I wanted to make that really accessible to people. What I wrote down on this slide, it says, high performance is attained when athletes understand and implement and also synthesize the strength, stability, stretch, stamina, and stillness of the five pillar philosophy. Figure skating requires the athlete to access all five abilities in an interwoven fashion. Remember when we talked at the beginning of the podcast about you use them all together? That's what I'm talking about here. Use the five pillars of excellence as a system for your physical training to maximize your results on the ice. So here's the next little thing. Now that you know about those five pillars, when you go to a class or you're training online with Zoom or you're doing a prescribed warm-up from your coach, notice where am I using strength? Where am I using stamina? When am I stretching? How does that connect to my stability? And am I integrating stillness? It's a language. And of course, this one podcast cannot give you all the details on training. I get that but I'm inviting you into this world where I've created the five pillar philosophy of training so that you can have a container, a context, if you will, to put all your training into. And sometimes people will come into this idea and this philosophy as I've been working with athletes and they go, whoa, I never do stillness. That's like missing out of my pillars. Or, hey, My strength is off the charts, but my goodness, do I have a hard time with my stretching. So 
the awareness it gives you as an athlete gives you back your power. It gives you access to a container, like I was saying, that that you can sort of measure yourself against so you don't need someone to tell you how you're doing all the time. You can self-assess how you're doing. It's amazing. I'm so excited you're listening to this. And honestly, I really think it's a game changer. Hey there, are you a coach who's listening in on this podcast and thinking, I like this, I'm into this information, I want more. And specifically, I want more technical information. I wanna dive into all the nitty gritty of teaching all the parts of figure skating. Well, if that's the case, then you are in luck because we have created six specific coaching courses and they're all online. We created this course idea from our hearts because we knew that so many coaches coach alone. They don't have a team around them. They don't necessarily have access to all the people they would love to talk to, a choreographer and a technical specialist and all these types of people. So these courses are designed literally for you as a coach. You log in, you purchase, and as soon as you do, you get to download them immediately and have access. They are videos and examples and beautiful um, things that we've written about each and everything we teach. We've taken the best of the best, meaning what we've known to work for us time and time again with athletes over and over, over the last 20 years now of coaching. So the access is immediate and I promise you, you're gonna wanna check out every one of these courses. The courses are listed over at skatingsuccess.com slash online coaching courses. We have three courses that are all about jumps. So an Axel online masterclass coaching course. We have the snap, which is sal cow toe loop and loop and how those jumps work together as the snap system, the vault, which is the vaulting jumps of skating, the flip and the LUTs. And of course we never forgot to include the artistry and the other side of skating. So we have spin to win, which is developing and building amazing spins with your athletes from the ground up. We have our edges and turns masterclass, which is very, very popular because so many people get frustrated teaching edges and turns, whether it's just a rocker or a counter, or even the lean on the edge and creating artistry on ice. And then of course, we didn't forget to include our signature choreography online masterclass for coaches because choreography has become such a big part of the game and how you do the skating success with your athletes. We knew this had to be a resource that we wanted to present to you and give you the best information all in one package. Every single course, you get instant access as soon as you purchase. You can go through all the videos and examples in around two hours, which is like a cup of coffee on a Saturday morning and by Saturday afternoon, you can be at the rink teaching and showing the videos if you'd like. And we understand that this is the type of thing you'll want to come back to again and again. So they're very easy, bite-sized pieces. They're all in order for you. And we couldn't be more proud of these coaching courses. So jump on over there right now, skatingsuccess.com slash online coaching courses. That's skatingsuccess.com slash online coaching courses. And we can't wait to see you inside whichever course you choose. And you never know, it may be all of them. Okay, if you're still with me, I invite you to just go a little bit deeper into each of the five pillars. We're going to start with strength. I use it as the first pillar because I feel it is an absolute essential thing to understand. 
And as an athlete to realize if you want to land your double axel, if you want to be able to do a flying camel spin, if you want to be doing a level three step sequence, you need strength. I think it's something that is not spoken about enough. And in fact, when I'm teaching people jumps or spins or especially new choreography, the amount of times I have to explain to an athlete, I'm really using my muscles here. Like it just looks like it's just happening, but I'm using my entire body. So this brings me to my first point around strength. Your full body strength is essential for your figure skating success. It is strong arms, strong abs, strong quads, strong calves, strong neck, all of those pieces. So the way I describe it here is optimize your strength with upper body, lower body, and core strength. Bring your whole body into the strength conversation. Secondly, rotational strength. Use circular motion to stimulate on ice performance. Oh, MG. This, honestly, this one point is probably the reason that I got so inspired to create the five pillar philosophy in the first place. It's because I saw so much dryland training that was only linear. And there's nothing wrong with linear training, meaning moving, like imagine you're running, you're running in a line. Got it. But if you only train your muscles in that way off ice and never do rotational strengthening exercises, it's like your dryland training is totally different than your on ice training and your body doesn't necessarily adapt those two pieces of training. So using circular motion and rotational strength is essential. And then of course, last but not least, even sides, bringing the balanced approach to body strength. We know that if you're jumping or twizzling always one direction, you're going to have a bit of an imbalance with your body. And I know that skaters struggle with injuries because of this idea. Bring your body into some more balance with your dryland training. It is never going to be perfect, of course, because you have a, have that one-sided stuff on the ice and that's not wrong. I'm just saying that this is an opportunity when you're building your strength around the five pillar training system that you can bring more balance to your entire body and probably avoid some of those injuries. Pillar number two, stability. We all know figure skating takes incredible balance and a lot of posture. So pure balance is the quest of every great figure skater. You are learning to balance on a blade and before you can balance on a blade, you need to be able to balance on your foot. And here's the deal. It's never even your whole foot because as we know, the blade is very thin and then the blade is curved. And so we're only ever skating on about an inch of the blade, right? Or a very short amount of blade. I guess it depends how long your blade is. But just imagine how little that space is that you're balancing on at any given moment as you're skating across the ice. The stability is essential. So working that off the ice is awesome. Very, very helpful. Now, stability on each leg, working your balance equally on each leg. You've heard me say this enough, this podcast, the balance and the equality of the body, very essential. And then of course, the poise in every position, as we mentioned earlier, own your stance and create amazing, beautiful positions. This is a sport where you get rewarded for the look you're creating with your body. And I'm not talking about do you look good or bad. I'm saying, do you create a shape? Do you create an image? Do you create a story with your body? We're we're artists. We're storytellers. You know, when you go and see um, beautiful artwork, I always think about, for example, 
statues, people who have carved out statues or created um, beautiful pieces of art that are like standalone figures. It's amazing when you see art that is done with taste and is done beautifully and it's shapes and it's, it's like it grabs your attention. Really, that's what we're trying to do on the ice. And so the more you can create those images and those lines, the more power you have in your storytelling on the ice. It's very exciting. Pillar number three, stretch. Of course we know you need to be flexible. Flexibility is your friend. And I'm also going to tell you, your extension depends on it. So your look on the ice does depend on your personal flexibility. However, what's so cool is your individual way of being flexible can be celebrated in the sport. I'll give you an example. So for me, doing a spiral is a lot easier than doing a spread eagle. So if I stretch deeper into my personal strength and the way I'm flexible, I can still do amazing, beautiful art on the ice, even if I can't do other things. So again, flexibility is your friend. Lean into your strength and go deeper into your stretch for your own personal style. It also creates beautiful lines on the ice. Every stretch is creating your art. It's creating your art. It's very beautiful to see an athlete who has been consistent with their stretching. Someone who can hit those lines, make it look gorgeous or interesting or fun or creative or lively. I mean, there is such magic in be able to communicate what you want through your movement on the ice. I love it. The last little piece, respect your body and stretch for success. Stretching is preventative. It's honoring all of the work you do on the ice. It's unwinding the muscles that might be tight from falling, all of those things. So stretching has so much purpose in it that I really think it's the honor of the athlete to stretch. Stamina is our fourth pillar. And as we were talking about at the opening of this podcast, you want to be building your athleticism. So think of this at the heart of your performance is your stamina. Example, you have an incredible brand new piece of choreography. You're so excited. Your mom and dad paid a lot of money for it and you have a new dress design going on and you're excited about this new program and then you go to train it and you realize how hard it is to do a new program. Your cardio, right? Your cardio stamina, your movement requires your energy for that, for that expression. So as you develop your heart muscle, and you develop your cardio training and your stamina, that is what your performance is going to depend on. And by the way, don't get discouraged. It's not easy because it's rewarding and not everybody can just do it. So when you're training your cardio and your stamina, trust me that it is so rewarding to get to the place where you can get through your program and do your stuff. Is it going to be easy? Heck no. So don't expect it to be. Now the other layer of it is the longevity of explosive power and what you're developing with your muscle stamina. Because like I said, in the beginning, you're going to be really challenged by the last parts of the program because your muscles are getting tired and because of that cardio. And that's what you want to be able to get to is a place where you can still do that last jump, still execute the last spin. And then even better, as you're trying to peak for a competition, you can do all of it with performance in mind. That's why stamina is essential 
to your skating success. Fifth pillar, if you're still with me, amazing. I love it. I hope by now you're asking yourself, hmm, am I training all five pillars? Or, ooh, I wonder if I could incorporate more of this pillar or that pillar. So stillness is one of those essential, but like I mentioned, kind of forgotten pillars. It's so easy to rush around and get busy and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and all the things and <gasps> forgot to breathe. All right. So in between all great movement, there is stillness. I'm going to say that one more time. I think it's key. In between all great movement, there is stillness. This is a beautiful thing to know. It's like bringing yourself into the present moment of your performance, allowing yourself to be connected in real time as you skate. This is the sense that you get when you watch someone that you think, wow, they are a master at this. And it's one of the keys, the stillness and the space between movement. Breathe consciously. Your breath is the key to your skating success. It is. The way you breathe, the way you allow for the breath, you come back to the breath, you bring yourself into your body, bring your brain and your body together, you enhance your movement, you enhance your ability to perform, you have way more fun because you can actually calm yourself into the performance instead of freaking out. It's essential. And then the layer of holding your positions, allow yourself to Feel into each position and share it as you skate. At the end of the day, the reason we skate is because we want to share the love of it with other people and that is with our audience. And you know what? You never know who you're inspiring while you're skating. You don't know who's looking up to you or who's excited to watch you or who's walking by and they're not even supposed to be watching skating. They're on their way to the swimming pool but they stop in and they go, wow, I love that. That is so cool. I want to watch more. And That is created by you truly giving your all to each position, allowing yourself to feel into it. And then from there, you get to share it. You get to share it with the world. It's a beautiful thing. So when you put all these five pillars together and you start training them in this theory, this philosophy, this context of performance, you get to come back and own your performance on the ice. It's an exciting awesome adventure. And I know that this is maybe a different way for you of framing your dryland training and even your thoughts around it. Of course, it's just an introduction to this whole idea, but I hope that this sparked some excitement in you and that in some way, shape or form, it will help you simplify, streamline and connect to why you do all of your dryland training in the first place. I can't wait, honestly, to hear back from you and hear what you think about this and if it's helping you. So please feel free to uh, share like a DM with me, maybe Instagram. It's always at Skating Success, all of our social handles. And you can always reach us through the website as well. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. And until next time, here's to your skating success. Remember, love yourself, trust yourself, and no matter what you're working on, I know You've got this.
Thank you so much for listening in on the podcast today. We would love to hang out with you online. So if you have enjoyed this episode, please come on over and visit us at skatingsuccess.com. That's our online home where we have all our offers, our services, of course, our resources, any of the coaching courses that we're launching or are already launched and available. So please visit us at skatingsuccess.com and anywhere on social media at skatingsuccess. See you there.